Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Sneaker History Podcast. Of course, my name is Mike, and we have our special guest with us who's not really, you know, he's not really, you know, new to the show. We got Jay, also known as Shanghai Soul. Welcome back, my man. How you doing? What's up? What's up? What's up? Thanks for having me back on. I know we've been trying to connect for a minute, um, but uh, I got COVID and, you know, crazy schedule with teaching and opposite sides of the world. So um, I'm glad you can make the time for me. Yeah, man. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you're doing all right. And you're on what break right now? Yeah, I'm on Chinese New Year break. Um, I'll be back at work on next Tuesday. Hi. Right, so you guys get so do you guys get off for Christmas and get off for Chinese New Year, or is yeah. it just nice, dude? That's awesome. Yeah. Well, shoot, man. I mean, I mean, kind of right into it. We're gonna talk about some of those sneakers dropping over there in a little while, but uh, any, anything you pick up lately? I mean, any of those Chinese New Year sneakers that uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if they've even dropped there yet. Oh, yeah, they dropped. Um, but, you know, those uh, rabbit lows are super hard to cop. They're, what, 5,000 yeah. pairs? I don't, I still don't really, I don't understand the logic behind that. I mean, we can talk about that a little bit later. Um, pick yeah. up, I picked up uh, the Jordan 2s, Chicago's. Nice. Still need those. Uh, <laughs> they're going for under retail here. Really? Like little sales stickers on in, in store? No, like our resell, like our stock oh, okay. version of StockX is selling them for under retail. Like the, there's people, I would say most of the twos actually have gone under retail. Like even, even some, even the bigger, the bigger Jordan store had mm-hmm. on, on shelf, I'm um, in your twos. Still? Uh, probably not anymore, but at the time. Oh, okay. Um, but like all the other collabs, all the other Jordan two collabs were on shelf. Um, I can, Balvin's, I can see that. Balvin's were the, the, the Chateau ones were all the lows. Mm-hmm. Like those were all, uh, I would say that's probably the same in the States though. Right. What do you think? Yeah. You know what? I think it's getting, getting pretty similar. I know some we're going to talk about, but when we're talking directly about twos, the Balvin's, that was more of a I think there's a lot more play more Balvin fans in the States. So they mm. they sold out to a degree, but they were going for under retail and resale markets. I think my union twos I picked up well under retail uh from GOAT. So I think the only one that's holding value right now is the Alma Manier twos, just namesake. And then from what I've seen now, I think the OG Chicago twos are still holding about retail from what I've seen so far, but mm-hmm. I don't 
I think you can still if you if you look hard enough, I think you can still find them physically in in a store somewhere. Yeah. So I yeah, picked up so I picked up those. I picked up the Vomero fives in the <gasps> the the. But it's I picked up the what I think is the best colorway. It's the women's one. That yellow. Oatmeal. Yeah, the oatmeal one. This one right here. Yeah, that's the one I wanted, man. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I picked those up. Um, those are super clean. I haven't I haven't had a chance to wear them yet though. But but um, I I, I will. Um, and then nice. um. Uh, maybe we can talk about this a little bit later, but like the um, uh, got some colorways of that sneaker, the basketball sneaker company, Serious Player Only. I know you guys. Probably, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. So um, they we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but they they hook nice. me up with some um, with some of their new pairs, new colors. So and they're those, they're based out of China, right? Yeah, they're based out of China. Okay, I thought so. That's dope, man. It's dope. Well, shoot, myself, I got a couple things floating around. One that's probably closest to me I wear the most is going to be this Adidas uh, Supernova, their Cosmic Pack. Dude, this one's actually super slept on, super underrated. It's comfortable. Everyone's going back to that 2,000 runners like the Volmero. Everybody's yeah. trying to feel like they try to beat New Balance at their own game kind of deal. Um, picked up the Ugly Duckling Ceramic or Honeydew, whatever colorway you want to call it. Super nice. Uh, only thing I wish about that shoe is that the toe box was a black uh, woven mesh like a normal Air Max mm. is. Yeah. It's full suede. I am pretty creases sure that when funny, it gets... Right? Creases funny? Say it again? The creases yeah. funny? You know, it's not about the creasing. It's the, the heat. I live in Texas, man. Mm. And when it gets out of this time frame, it is going to be warm. And I wonder how it's going to hold up or it's just going to be a fall winter shoe, you know? Just yeah. pure suede, no no air holes punching that sucker. It is it's nice. Like, it is a beautiful shoe. Nice material is actually one of the few I can't complain about quality control from Nike. No glue stains or anything like that. But I tell you, it is a warm, warm sneaker. <laughs> yeah. There we go. That's better. Yeah, but man, not not too much else. I mean, I think I may have just you know I just have to wait and see the, the Diodora, their uh, their basket. They came out with the X Men collab. I'm a huge comic book fan. I may have a pair of those on the way, but got to see which uh, if they show up and which pair. But other than that, man, not too much. It's been honestly dry in a sense of new releases i've been honestly on this kind of like this look back trying to see if i can catch things from the retail like we're talking about the twos because there's there's nothing that's new that's really caught my interest besides the vomero um and some you know some asic stuff that's been hanging out saucony as well but nothing from nike or jordan brand has really been like i gotta go get this because their first release of the year with jordan one is the true blue really weak in my opinion i don't know yeah you're probably seeing the same thing yeah i didn't like those i didn't like those too much um I posted some photos of the black white 85s. Um, I want that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're nice. Um, I mean, I don't have them in hand, but I've seen mm -hmm. them. And it's weird because I have that pair from Vibe. Yeah. Uh, Vibe Remake Lab. Um, and I had him. He made me that custom. And we'll talk about that later. He made me that custom yeah. like almost a year ago. Like, I'm just kind of like, oh, man, like I was dying for this pair to come out. But now that I have that pair, I'm like, eh, like, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really do it for me. I don't know, man. It's kind of weird. Yeah. It's like, even though it's not the same thing, mm -hmm. but in my opinion, it's better. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's like high, saying. it's like higher quality and it's not mass produced and and it was get and it was like, you know, for me that mm-hmm. that may, that means more to me than picking it up from uh, a, like a re- like a retail site, you know? Yeah. And you know, I just I, I don't know if you're familiar with uh his name's Nicholas Avery. He's uh the, the hay man out in uh California. I think he's in also in New York as well. He he does customs. And we were talking about that in, in an interview I did with him. And I feel like with so much of the same thing just coming out over and over again, that whether it be customs, those bespoke sneakers we're gonna get into in a little bit, I feel like they're almost more valuable to a individual a collector because it's not the same run of the mill that you're getting. You're actually getting your money's worth. Seems like I know that those sneakers run a pretty penny because they're built for you, like made to order. But someone's taking their time to build out materials worth those dollars, worth that time, as opposed to, I know the 85s have good materials, but how good is it compared to what you got from, from buy remake lab? You know, right. it's like comparing, I'd rather have the, the, the remake where I know it's, you know what? this is handmade. This is built from scratch. It's going to last me. It is, it is worth the time and money. And you put two and two next to each other. I, I've seen you. I saw your sneakers and I'm looking at the 85 highs. Although I, I would love to have that 85 high. Mm-hmm. I would much rather have the bespoke model because it's for me. It's, I'm not wearing it to be a spokesperson for a brand. And uh, they sent it to me. Cool. But right. if I'm buying it for myself, I want it to be quality. I want it to be something I can be, you know, in lack of better words, proud to wear yeah. as opposed to, oh, look, here's another Panda Dunk or, you know, Panda. They're going to call this thing a Panda Jordan 1 is going to ruin it for everybody. I made that mistake too. People are like, it's not Panda. I was like, my bad. I'm just saying Panda color. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm going to start calling it the Orcas. We're just going to change it. We're going to change it from Pandas to Orcas yeah. and see if that sticks with anybody. Yeah. <laughs> No, but I mean, really, I wanted to. That's the first thing I want to dig into was kind of the bespoke sneakers and really how it's changing the game. Because I see a lot of people out there from, you know, high profile accounts. When I say that, I mean like, you know, even I guess retail accounts like Rejuvenator. Those guys are out there rebuilding eighty five from scratch. Mm-hmm. You know, you got people out there like I think his name Chef Huel. Yeah. Who's oh, dude. Take, oh, yeah. I mean, God. his stuff is fire, dude. His stuff is. It's insane. Okay. And then Vibe Me Remake Lab, I mean, they're again, they're coming from scratch. I mean, they have the proper tooling. I'm sure they use donor souls and things like that. Mm-hmm. But they're coming up and say, all right, cool. You guys want this. We're going to give you that. It looks like, I guess, quality-wise, if you, you put that up into any your best quality Jordan 1 that you have, what is it? Do you feel a difference? Do you When you put it on foot, is it a difference than what you get from a mass-produced Jordan 1? Hmm. It's okay. So like the vibe pairs that I have, like the leather is like super thick, right? So like mm-hmm. when you're talking about, when you're talking about quality, I know everyone like wants to talk about like supple, yeah, like leather. It's not Shatter the same. Backboard. It's not the same. You know what I mean? Like it's it's exactly. so not the same. It's kind of like when people were comparing the eighty five cuts to to shatters they're like man this leather sucks i'm like no it's it's like i mean it's like thick like canadian bacon thick you know (laughs) exactly like the first time you put it on you're like oh my god these things are not comfortable Mm -hmm. um but then that's what like the real quality is right there's like they're not using these thin strips of of leather it's like these real thick cuts um so it takes a, a long time to break in and when it breaks in it looks totally different from like a thinner jordan one model um 
the bespoke game is getting pretty big out here. Um, there's this one IG account. You should uh, check him out. He's called Louis, L-O-U-I-S-E underscore Y-U-A-N-G. Um, and he does crazy bespoke stuff. Um, trying to look him up. Yeah. Is it becoming more popular out there where you are? Yeah, it's, uh, it's becoming a lot more popular, but I want to ask you a question. Yeah. Because what Chef does is a bespoke. What mm-hmm. Shoe Surgeon does is a bespoke. Do you consider what Mosh does a bespoke or is he just a customizer? Or what's the difference between a customizer and a bespoke? Because like Vibe, is he is he is that bespoke or is that you know what I mean? Like it's almost yeah. like different categories. Like it's a lot of gray area there. Mosh is one category because he's a he's a customizer, but he could do bespoke stuff. I don't think he's like really like famous for it, but well, I'm his shoe, the Mosh Runner, is a bespoke sneaker, wouldn't you say? True. True. But then I'm saying like how he got his fame, like claim to fame. Oh, customizing for sure. I would say so. I would call Mosh a customizer because, from my understanding, he's still. And I could be wrong, so anyone, please correct me if I am. But from my understanding, he's not really taking a sneaker and rebuilding, rebuilding it with different materials. Right. Yeah, it's right. same materials he's taking apart and putting different things on it to customize it to be different, painting, dyeing. But his shoe, of course, the runner is a bespoke. Shoe Surgeon is, I would say, bespoke because he's gutting these things and you're getting something completely different from it. Right. But then he also does do customizations. So... I know anybody with the cleats. So something I learned about the whole the cleat customization, you can't take a cleat apart. You have to do almost like, you know, you wrap a car. Mm. All those things are like car wraps on those and, and sewn in right on the edge of the cleat plate because if you take it apart, it destroys the integrity of it. But anything that is like the Jordan 1, Jordan 3, you name it, dunk. I feel like if it's been gutted, materials replaced, and turned into something different, I feel that's bespoke painting, sewing on, patching on customization and again i'm sure there's still some blur in the lines between each of those right so then so then vibe probably is not a bespoke person right he's more like a shoe builder a cobbler i guess we'll call him a cobbler yeah. <laughs> right because yeah. yeah. he's not really changing up anything he's just using his own mold to yeah but in, but I mean, to answer the original question, Bespoke is getting big out here. That Lewis guy, he actually yeah. hit me up. And if you look okay. at some of his designs, they're real crazy. Like they're like he, he does all sorts of takes it apart, you know, replaces mm-hmm. the swoosh with like he's even done one with like leather. It almost looks like wood carving, but it's into the leather. So he's like, carving oh, wow. pieces of the leather. Yeah. So they look that's dope. Let me see if I can find some pics. But then um, he hit me up and he's like, hey, like, I would love to collab with you. And like, let's see if we can design something. And I was like, dude, yeah, that'd be totally dope. So like something like that. Yo, that see, that's just a beautiful looking sneaker. Right. So like he's that is replaced so nice. the whole swoosh. He's replaced the whole swoosh. Is it satin? No, it's like uh, it's leather. the The inside is like horsehair, though. The white, the white mid panel is like horsehair. Yeah, 
Dude, that's nice. It's yeah, uh so he's done. So like that stuff is getting big. Um, let me show you some other things he's done. He had this one pair that he did like a like a while back ago that I was like, yo, that's insane. I mean, the thing for me though is that like you have to be able to 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 do it right. Otherwise, it yeah. looks like. Otherwise, you'll have like stuff that stuff that looks like um like fakes from like ten years ago, where it's like um spongebob air force ones you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah i know exactly where you're going with that like <laughs> stuff from the barbershop man <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah like i'm not so i don't know when he asked me he's like hey do you want to like work together on something i'm like dude it's so because what i ha it's, it's just like what greg says on the sneak disc he's like how come every time i nike id something it comes out looking whack right he's like yeah right he's like it doesn't look the way that like every time I buy an Air Max one, I'm like, dude, I could have done a better job than that. And when you start putting the colors together, you're like, this looks so cheap. This is like, trash, so man. <laughs> so like, for example, he did uh, this pair. Oh, that's is that what you're talking about? Even carving out of the... Yeah, so he like carved, out, he carved out pieces of the, the leather panels. That... Yo, that's just art right there. Like, it's one of those things, like, I look at them, like, do I want to wear that? I just put it in my mantle and look at it all day. Yeah, so, like, it's crazy, though. Like, look at that. Like, Jeez. that's crazy. Like, that's... That's that's insane. And see, this is who I feel like Nike should be tapping on the shoulder. Jordan Brand should be tapping on the shoulder for these collaborations. Like, mind you, I, although I don't own any of the Travis Scott stuff, I can respect it for what it is. Um, and, like, say, Jay Balvin's things like that. I respect it for what it is. But if you want to make some kind of impact, like when All-Star Weekends come around or these holidays like Chinese New Year come around, we need to be tapping people uh, like like Lewis here or like, you know, Vibe, Vibe Remake Lab because they're taking the time and creating literal pieces of art, things that are different as opposed to, all right, let's stop a backwards swoosh on it and call it a day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like these guys clearly have proven their worth. I think they should get a shot with the brands because all Nike does, which I wanted to also bring up is that are these considered bootlegs? They're not putting, like, they're not saying they're Jordans. They're saying they're building them, you know, based off a shoe they love. They're one-off. They're not selling in bulk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Would these be considered bootlegs, or do we still leave them in a, in a bespoke category? Or are they both? I mean, there's no clear answer, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it depends. Like, like Vibe, for example, would probably catch some strays from Nike. Because yeah. he's, not changing, he's not changing anything except for the shape, right? Yeah. I mean, and even and and even he said he's like this is not a copy because Jordan Brand has never made an eighty five like this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. he's like this is my interpretation. This is what I would want an eighty five cut to look like. So it's not a mold that he's taken from Nike or Jordan yeah. Brand. It's like this used to be the eighty five, but we're not. We've kept it in the vault. We're not giving it to customers. Like this is his own mold and he's like i would want it to be this high i want the back to be this straight i want mm -hmm. the toe box to look like this so i mean but he would probably catch some catch some heat um, <laughs> where, whereas i think lewis here is like that's just these are like one of ones you know and like yeah. how much how much can you really uh go after someone who's making a one of one he's not mass producing it yeah and he's, and he's being and he's being contracted you know what i mean by like an individual mm -hmm. like yourself or myself that reaches out to him mm -hmm. and says hey this is the idea i have can you do this 
Yeah, and I think that's what saves a lot of them because even with Vi Remake Lab, they, you have to contact them to make the shoe. They're not just on a website, right? I can't just go buy yeah. black, white, 85. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the saving grace to them because a lot of those other people that were getting in trouble uh, were, hey, pre-order this, you know, pigeon dunk lookalike. Uh, we'll have 500 of them or whatever. That's where they got in trouble because they mass-produced or right. what their version of mass-producing was. But I think these one-offs, let's say contract work, is what keeps them out of trouble, I guess. Yeah. Lack yeah. of a better I word, be trouble. I agree with that. Um, but I'm just saying, I'm just like, man, if you just, these guys can do this kind of work, you know put what? them on I payroll, think, man. <laughs> I, think, I think the reason why this this part of the sneaker game is starting to take off now is because there's a couple of factors, and I haven't really thought about it until you asked me. Um, one, people are, I think tired of even exclusive stuff everyone has yeah. it mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like exactly what you like mean, i yeah. want i want to f- i mean people are only going after this stuff be- and willing to spend the money because they want to be flexing right like mm-hmm. like they want to be like oh i got the travis's i got the all black travis's i got the uh cny rabbits only five thousand pairs i'm one of five thousand that has them yeah but like if you go out and sneakers are everyone's a sneakerhead now. <laughs> I mean, when you go to a party, you're not the only person wearing Travis's, guaranteed. Like you yeah. go to SneakerCon, dude, you you look Everybody. like everyone else, right? Like everyone's There's lobsters everywhere. Everyone's wearing, <laughs> everyone's wearing uh, uh, Joe Freshgood New Balances. Everyone's wearing Teddy Santis stuff. Al, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you you look. It's not all, special, really. We all look the same, even though when we buy it, we feel special, right? Yeah. Um, when you get one of ones, it's like, yo, now, now you're onto something different. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm able to still get that feeling now and still uh, really stunt, right? I feel like people need to take it up a notch a little bit now. Yeah. No, I agree with you, man. I think that's number- probably why I haven't. Okay. And then number two is people are already spending crazy money on resale like yeah if if you're paying 400 for neutral grace 85s right 85 85 if you're spending 450 on neutral neutral gray 85 highs why wouldn't i spend 500 on a cust on a on a self-made one of one one. Mm -hmm. right so it's like yeah i think i think that people are more open to it now because before if you had to do it if I was paying two fifty or a hundred fifty or two hundred for a pair of shoes, and I had to pay like six hundred, I'd be like, nah, nah, that's <laughs> triple, that's triple the price. I'm not doing it. Yeah. But if a lot of people, I mean, like Greg, he's like, oh, I went on StockX and I saw a pair was like three fifty. Yeah, I can do three fifty. Like our mentality has changed so much, man. I remember yeah. when I bought my, <clears throat> I bought the first pair of shattered backboards I bought. I bought them used off eBay, and I spent three sixty on them. And I felt still now. I felt sick. Like you don't understand. Like I felt I felt like I was like, oh my God, what did I just do? You know what I mean? Oh no. <laughs> like I was like, I can't tell anyone I spent 350 on shoes. Like I'm gonna get laughed at. Um like someone's gonna like lose their lose their cool. They'll be like, What? You spent <laughs> what, what have you done shoes? here? 
that's what I'm saying, but, man. Like times change, right? Like times like, have changed. Retail. I mean, not, has I'm not changed. saying like 350 is chump change. Like I'm, I still wouldn't want to spend 350 on a pair of shoes. But the fact that we're going on there onto these resale sites and we're like, oh, oh, they, oh, it's under five. Oh, well, that's that's cheaper than I expected. <laughs> that's a shame. But but it's it's crazy though because I think people I still I I, I still can't make myself pay over 300 for anything and and that's still a very rare occurrence i'm gonna pay 300 mm-hmm. i just it's just crazy to me and the fact that retail's creeping up there like those was it the j balvin twos were 300 dollars, and now you can get them for like 190 200 bucks on these resale sites yep. so i'm like if i just wait at this point i know it's a very cyclical thing we're gonna get to a point where everything's expensive again but right now i'm living my, my best sneaker life because i'm getting stuff for dirt cheap but I'm right there with you. If, if someone's willing to spend $500, $600, dollars especially on Jordan 1, you know what? Let me cut that in half. Just someone make me a shattered backboard colorway and yep. a better leather for $500 as opposed to me yep. spending 1000 on something. I'm going to st- still question if it's real or fake because that's still a thing. You have to like when you buy this, you're like, crap. Did StockX just get me? Or, mm. you know, fill in the blank when I know, okay, I'm going to spend 500 on this one of one i know this guy is making it from scratch i i mean there's a lot of pros for the the bespoke route and i mean there's still there's still pros for getting it from you know nike and, and jordan yeah. brand or you know fill in the blank but there's a lot of pros from getting it too from a bespoke because you get exactly what you want materials you want and you're paying for it. you're not going to be surprised like oh i got it oh this sucks because yeah, right, right, right. buyers regret buyers yeah, remorse yeah, whatever yeah, you want to yeah, call yeah. it is real yeah so i mean though that's my two cents on the whole bespoke thing it's getting bigger out here um there's mm-hmm. a lot more customizers um and it's uh i think i think people are more are more are more open to spending that money for something special mm-hmm. yeah no it's right there it's, it's just the, it's the feeling of people wanting to get back to I, I mean, I'm not. I don't want to sound like the old man yelling at clouds, but it's kind of what they want, you know, sneakers to how it was because it was, you know, special to get certain things. Like you said, now everyone's. I, I love for people to get everything they want. That's just, it is cool. I, I can respect that because I don't. I mean, if if it's possible, you have the money for it. Go get it. Go 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 live your life. But at the same time, I, I like to be an individual. I think you're the same way, Jay. That's why I've started moving away from the same shoes over and over. I've been really living into different brands, diving into a lot of their their catalogs that have found some nice things that when I walk down the street, I don't see anybody wearing, which makes me feel happy. Man, I get the most, oh, you know, likes on Instagram or that, but I feel good wearing this particular shoe because mm-hmm. I know that I'm not going to go in a room and be like the whole Spider-Man meme of uh, uh, everyone got the same <laughs> shoe. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of what it is. And it's like, it is, it's not a knock to people like the mass-produced shoes, like the Panda Dunks. They're easy shoe to wear. Wear them, dude. I'm not mad at nobody for that, but I just don't want to be wearing them with you. That's kind of my deal. Right. So, yeah, like I said, that's, like, like, that's, that's my thoughts on Beastbook. I think it's cool. I, I love that people are really getting tapping into your creativity and, you know, kind of a weird jump, but I think it will fall into the same category. I want to go to uh, serious players only uh, because they're creating their own shoe. And they honestly, for this, call it smaller operation in the sense of, you know, the bigger brands, but mm-hmm. they have taken at least social media by storm in the hoop world because I've seen literally nothing but amazing things about it. And of course, 
it doesn't hurt that this shoe looks like one of you know a fan favorite uh kobe model so i i think they have a hit on their hands and i mean i'll let you talk more about it because you've, you've seen them firsthand i've only seen pictures so far yeah so like i'm not um like uh yeah i don't know how to i don't know how to explain my relationship with them um i am it when i try to explain uh, let's just call them spo because that's like their acronym like mm-hmm. spo you either hate it or you or you or you are down with it i don't know it's like there's yeah. no okay time out did you know that we have an entire network of podcasts that's right it's called the retrospect podcast network and it includes a number of shows that you might like if you're enjoying this one first up is for the f1 fans Exhaust Notes is a Formula One podcast that's the perfect balance for the new fans joining the sport and the tried and true diehard F1 fans who've been there all along. New episodes of Exhaust Notes drop every Tuesday on all of your favorite podcast platforms and at exhaustnotes.fm. We've also got a show for the fitted hat collectors out there called Crown and Stitch. As a baseball fan, I've been obsessed with hats for as long as I can remember, and the number of people collecting now has gone through the roof. It reminds me of sneakers back in the day, and I absolutely love seeing creativity of the new releases. Every Wednesday, we drop a new episode of Crown & Stitch on all of your favorite podcast platforms and on YouTube at youtube.com slash Stitch. If you follow me personally on social platforms at Nick Engvall, you probably already know I first dipped my toes in the podcast game back in 2015 with a show called Outside the Box. Originally hosted by my friends Brandon Edler and Jacques Slade, it eventually evolved into a show with Tiffany Beers, Jacques Slade, and myself, and then into an interview series with some amazingly creative guests. While the show has gone through a lot of changes throughout the years and is currently on hiatus, a lot of people have been enjoying past episodes recently, and I'm excited to say I have new episodes in the works for the new year. We'll be adding new podcasts to the Retrospect Network in the coming months as well. In fact, if you'd like to advertise on any of the shows, be a guest on any of the shows, or even talk to us about getting your own podcast started, reach out to us at podcast at sneakerhistory.com and find out more about the podcast network at retrospectpodcast.com. Middle ground, you know, because it's like, yeah, you either hate it because it's like, oh, it's a knockoff of Kobe's. Mm-hmm. Or you're either in love with it because you're like, oh, these are a really good basketball shoe. And it's something that I can afford and I can get in my hand and I don't have to like beg Nike (laughs) produce. Right. So it's like, you, it's, it's kind of like, are you, are you like a gatekeeper? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's only the the gatekeepers are like, oh, I cannot get down with this. Like looks like a looks like a kobe six looks like a kobe eight looks like a kobe nine i i no i'm I'm not i'm not doing this (laughs) like well nike not making them so you better get them somewhere that's kind of like my route right like i'm i'm never the type to be uh like that right like yeah i I don't like you're not paying you like you're not paying me (laughs) i don't like limited stuff um i'd rather it be on shelf i'd rather everyone have the chance to buy it and so Um, I'm, I'm all for what they, what they're trying to do. Um, and, and they're never, they were never like, oh, we're not trying to, to copy Kobe's. Like they're like, mm-hmm. Kobe is our favorite basketball player. So we are inspired by Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. We are inspired by his shoes. And those are shoes that we grew up wearing. And those are shoes that we love and we can't get them and we can't afford them. So we're going to make an ideal basketball shoe for what we want and what we think people want. And that's what they came up with. Um, and like, I don't, I'm not mad at that. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm okay with that. Sorry. 
<laughs> Sorry, my daughter just just came back. Oh, um, no worries. You probably heard mine yelling from her, her crib a second ago. It's just feel like she didn't want to have a sing-along. <laughs> no. Um, and then, so, hold on. I need to switch rooms now. Now you're good, man. And then, so... Um, and then, so... Um, I'm going to hide in the closet room. Um, uh, shoot, where was I? Oh, yeah, so, like, they create this model, but then they've also done a lot of cool things with it in the sense that their shoe has um, insoles that you can yeah. swap out. Um, and it's built for different players. Um, like, they have a lightweight one. They have their standard. They have a heavy-duty for bigger guards that want to wear low-top shoes. Um, it's all woven. It's nice, like, materials. Um, they're still working on the fit. Um, and, like, they've, actually, they've asked me to do some, like, wear testing for them and stuff like that. So, like, I've given yeah. them my feedback because I'm slightly wide foot. And I was like, oh, it kind of pinches here. Like yeah but like the thing is is that because they're small they're able to take feedback and do immediate and adjust immediate adjustments you can't do that mm -hmm. with any large company like 100 percent, you are you're stuck right and so yeah. and so any feedback i've given them they were like okay so we just redesigned this this insole can you try it out like it's a new it's a new mold and stuff like that and like I just appreciate a company that is taking feedback and not everyone's given positive feedback. Like I would say Nightwing's yeah. feedback for them was kind of on the not so good side. Right. And mm -hmm. that's fair. Like that's fine. Yeah. Everyone can be open and honest with everybody. Yeah, you don't have to, you don't have to like kiss up and say, I love it just because they sent yeah. it to you for free and whatever. Um, for sure. But you know, they gave, they gave legit feedback and then they were like, okay, we thank you for your feedback. And we're going to go back and tweak some of the things that you said. And we're going to, and we're going to work on that. It's not just, well, that's a like, oh, well, like that, that relationship didn't work out the way we wanted it to. And so yeah. like, that's it, right? Like they, they're probably going to tweak it and send him a new pair. Be like, Hey, how do you mm -hmm. like this one? You know what I mean? Like, but that's awesome though. Like I, that's, wish, I wish more companies can do that. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's the way you would hope companies would react. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a perfect example of, you know, talk about tweaking things and just, it really is that was analogy that always give you the speedboat and then the big cruise liner where speedboat can make an immediate adjustment where the cruise liner takes an hour to turn. Right. Think about the Kyrie Infinity situation where Kyrie's like, this is crap. This shoe's awful. Nike couldn't stop and readjust anything. They're like, uh, whew, well, we're already here. So right. we've got to get this shoe out there. But like, I, I love the fact that this company can be nimble right now at this point in time. Uh, and I didn't know that they made different insoles and different basically models for, I thought they only had one model right now. I didn't yeah. know they had different setups for different types of players, which that's cool. I mean, it reminds me back well, in the day of, of course, well, that's the, the thing is that they only have one model right now and that's coming up uh -huh. for, uh, this year is there, is there like different insoles and they have like, mm -hmm. they have down the pipeline, probably like four or five different fits, um, that's that up. will, that'll suit the way you play. Um, and you know this is something that I'm, I'm uh, uh, releasing this information here first. Is that um, <laughs> I I worked with them this year, and they actually hooked up my whole basketball team with so with tough. a pair. 
And so um, we got them this uh, this like white and pink pair. I, I'm pretty sure you've seen that picture. But yeah, the, so clean, man. I love that. Yeah, shit. it's clean. <laughs> um, and then we gave them to the kids, and the kids were like, "Yo, like these are sick. Like they're so light. They feel like they feel like Kobe's, and they're like yep. we can't like we can't get Kobe's anywhere." Um, and it's like, thanks, Coach. Like I was able to work out something with with SPO, and they were kind enough to. Um, hook up our hook up our school team with um fresh fresh kicks for their tournament coming up that's dope man that's see, i love that i mean i know like some you work with smaller brands in the past that had done some similar things but the fact that this company is really you know way smaller and they were able way to smaller. still hook your team up way smaller like that's I, awesome I was working with converse before like you know mm-hmm. converse is like one of the biggest sneaker companies you know and then exactly small company is like yeah yeah, yeah. like we want to get our name out there. We want you guys to like wear our kicks and, and, and win your tournament. And, um, you know, they might be even coming down cause they're in Beijing, their, their operations in Beijing. Oh, okay. Um, but they're coming down to Shanghai to, to watch the games. Like they want to come oh, and, nice. the games and be like, what they want to see their shoes in action and stuff like that. And they want to like interview all the players and get their feedback. I'm like, dude, that's dope. Like that's really cool. The kids will love it. You guys will get like a ton of feedback cause you got, you know, 13 basketball players wearing it. They're going to give you all sorts of important information about feel, court feel, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's like benefits both parties, I feel like. Dude, that's that's awesome cuz you you have high schoolers, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, so those guys, I mean, they're they're playing hard. It's not like a middle yeah. school game where they're yeah. not playing, but right. these guys are really yeah. playing ball, so that's that's good for not only the kids, but it's good for the company because they get legit feedback and i know looks like they have some professional players overseas and maybe g league rocking the shoes right now so they're getting that pro uh feedback as well so you're you're getting a shoe tailor for not only the i won't call it the beginner level but entry level basketball with high schoolers to to professional level yeah i feel they're doing the right things man they're investing not only the materials but they're investing the man hours and getting feedback taking feedback like i say from chris who you know, say, hey, I didn't like this and this, this, and this. Like, All right, cool. Let's fix it. Or like you said, it pinched here. Let's go readjust. The only other company I know that has been able to adjust like that, I don't know if you have heard of them. Uh, they're a London-based company, not performance. It's a casual wear, but they're uh, called No Two Ways. Mm, I, work with them, I work with them a couple times. They do more of a, um, like I say, more of a casual shoe. Um, one shoe they did it. It was they call it just the the just whites, all white leather. Just shoe I think retail for like 130 pounds, so like 150 bucks here in the states maybe. It used the same leather, and the guy like the designer actually broke it down, showed the leather samples, used the same quality of leather as a Jordan One Dior. So that real stiff, real like, mm-hmm. and it's just like, and they're able to to adjust their they're able just to stack height of their their midsole, all those things. They're able to change these things just on the go. From feedback because of, you know, a smaller, but the ability and the willingness to listen. So that's just companies like that really have such a huge respect for them. Even if I never got my hands on a pair of uh, SPO shoes, just the respect for what they're doing here in the, here in the stories and how they're, you know, taking and trying to build better and not just selling a crap product just because they can. Because it looks like a Kobe here, buy it. They're right. really putting in an yeah, investment. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, it's not. Um, they're they're actually. Trying to do something big here, so um, we'll see. I'll, I'll see what I can do about getting getting you a pair out there. Oh man, now take your time. Let me let let you let you hand the your, your your team first and let them get your feedback. 
Now, if, if a stray comes this way, just tell them I'm your uh, your team, man. I watched the towels from, from Texas. I don't know how. I watched the towels from Texas. <laughs> oh, man. But, shoot, no, that's awesome. I love to hear stuff like that. That's just things we don't hear about too much. We always hear about the same things, and I love to hear stories like that. Um, but I guess we'll go. One, one of the things I want to talk about, are probably one of the bigger things, was just kind of the, the state of sneakers. I know we live in vastly different places, and – you know, if no one has seen Jay on Instagram under Shanghai Soul, one of the things he has definitely gotten IG famous for has been his his in-store shots of Jordans and Nikes and, you know, just popular things that we think are here sitting on shelves. But I think that, you know, the tide is still, I don't want to say turn because still things are still sitting there, but I think it's starting to level out mm. because we're having that same kind of, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, era in sneakers. We're going back to like 20... 13, 14, 15, where not everything's sitting on shelves, but if I want to walk in and go buy that Jordan 7 I just released, uh, cool, I can go pick it up. If I wanted to go in and pick up, not a Jordan 4, because that's not happening because people are cracked out over Jordan 4s over here yeah. for some reason, but dunks are starting to sit now. Um, it has become easier. Resale prices have, are tanking. I literally been buying my shoes off resale sites because it's like me going to the freaking outlet, dude. Mm -hmm. It's it's insane. It's like instead of me driving to the outlet, I go on goat. I'm like, ooh, I want that one. I want this. It's, it's silly, and I I laugh because now these companies are getting so uh, strict on their return policies. They're like, well, you're stuck with it. Uh, we know you bought a million of them, so you either go sell it for less than what you got it for, or you're, mm -hmm. you're stuck with the shoe. So, like those uh those uh air max ones the the ugly duckling i honestly expected it to be one of those air maxes that sold out and just wouldn't get which wouldn't get my hands on it i ended up buying a pair from nike with gift cards so no no harm no foul but if i were not to have that access to those gift cards the shoe's 115 dollars in my size after ship, shipping fees 140 dollars, which is 20 25 dollars less than retail yeah before they're shipping taxes right. so it is a good time to be a legitimate sneaker collector who person who actually loves shoes mm -hmm. because unless it's like some high price, like lost and found or, uh, you know, trophy room, something, the prices yeah. are tanking, dude. And it's, it's magnificent for people like you and me. <laughs> so like, it's so weird. Cause, uh, why do you think that is? Cause I, cause like it's crazy because I'm gonna be going yeah. to the states for the first time in like three years. Cause like now that oh, nice. yeah, like I mean, cause restrictions are finally open. So like this summer I'll be stateside for the first time. Cause I used to go back like once every year. Now the yeah. first three years, like what am I gonna expect seeing? Like do people still go to mall? Like so, I remember even three years ago when I went to the mall, malls were dead, man. Like no one was buying shoes at Foot Locker. <laughs> I still see photos of Foot Lockers, and I'm like, this this looks disgusting. Oh, it's gross, There's dude. nothing in here that I want. Like, it's gross. Mm -hmm. Like House of Hoops, gross. J23. Well, House of Hoops doesn't exist anymore, really. It's it's literally they got to close it down because there's nothing. Anything that Nike wants to sell that is a limited sneaker, they're going to direct to consumer now, typically. Mm -hmm. So House of Hoops is pretty much it's not the same allure like back in 2011, 2012 when they first started really popping up. It has lost all that luster. It is really a lot of just. I mean, if you're a basketball player, you need a hoop shoe. Great. You can go get your LeBron at House of Hoops or whatever. Right. Go get your, your KD. But it's not like it was. Like you walk in, oh, they got Weatherman's. Oh, they got LeBron, you know, China's. Like LeBron can't. Yeah, yeah. It's not like that. It was. I remember having a special feeling when I first moved to Houston. 
going into my first house of hoops in like 2011. I'm like, what is this? I came from a smaller town, but I didn't have that. When I got there, I'm like, all these LeBron nines, all these KD fours. I'm like, literally just, I don't know how I can spend my money fast enough. But now I'm like, ew. Like this is, yeah, yeah. there's nothing there, man. People so don't like, go to okay, the malls so like, like so that anymore. Two, so like two questions. One is like, what what is the shopping experience like in the States? And why do you yeah. think, why do you think sneakers are slowing down right now? Shopping experience. Don't go to a mall when you come back to the States, if you're looking for just shoes. I mean, of course, it's always nice to just kind of scan the area because things like the Jordan 2s, um, I heard they're kind of sporadically sitting around. If you wanted a pair and you don't have them, it's always good to check the malls because the mall experience since COVID has lessened, like you say, even from when you came here that before COVID, because a lot of stores just didn't make it. Um, and of course, right. Nike and a lot of the sneaker brands are just trying to go, deciding to go more direct to consumer. And everything's online be, now, right? Like you just exactly. Yeah. And I, dude, I work from home, so I don't. And I already didn't like the mall. Now I hate it even more because there's nothing in there for me to even go buy. No, uh, like, so it's like a worthless trip. <laughs> like in a, like actually in a little bit, I'm meeting up with a with a buddy from my sneaker group, and we're just gonna go check out the stores because we just want to go yeah. see what's sitting. But then it's different because. There's stuff sitting that isn't online. Like mm -hmm. that's where it's different here. That's the flip. That's the flip. So sometimes you'll walk into somewhere like, oh crap, they have that. So it is a crapshoot, but it's very low odds. You're, it's not like, oh, it's a 50-50 shot. It is a very maybe 10% chance you'll walk in and say, oh, that's still sitting. They have my size. Cool. I would rather tell you if you come to the States, go to, stick to your boutique shops like your, you know, you get social statuses, right. you're undefeated, things like that. Because although they still have their their hype, because they're they are they are they're the, the boutique store. Everyone knows to go there. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's still more selection there. And I think I've even uh, Greg and George and the guys over there just hearing that. I mean, I don't we don't have undefeated here, and we don't have like a you know manor stuff like that. We have similar stores, but I think the store is still the same as if you go in. You just never know what's going to be there because it's the shipments are so weird that. This shoe may have released. I know one store here, Active Athlete, they just got in their GS uh, Lost and Founds. Whoa. Yeah. They just but got And they advertised on social media. They're like, hey, they're here. Exactly. So everything's still all convoluted with the, the shipping. So mm -hmm. I think it's always cooler to go to those stores because you just never know what you're going to find at this point because they don't know what they're getting. They're like, oh, I'm, we thought we we're getting it on this day, but turns out. Three months later, we just got, you know, X, Y, Z shoe. Um, but shopping experience is just weird. I think I buy everything online, honestly. I haven't bought a shoe in person. Uh, can't tell you when. I'm sitting looking around and see what shoe maybe buy in person. Like, I, haven't bought, I haven't bought any shoes in person except for the Lost and Founds, but that was different. Um, yeah, that was I an event. I haven't bought a shoe in person in so long just because the same thing. It's like I, I'm – I can find it cheaper, I think. Yeah. If I want. That's all there's doing. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing nothing there. I'm really scanning my office right now. Yeah, nothing in here has been purchased in person in the last in the last three years. Uh online, I mean, I I sit there scanning uh sneaker politics, uh oneness, because they have stuff just sitting. Those are two my two best examples because I go on their website, um, they have, you know, Refined Future 19, uh, 1906 New Balance is sitting before release day. 
they just because they just get the stuff whenever they just throw them on the websites unless it's a mm-hmm. raffle and it's way nicer i can just oh cool i go boom picked it up and i get back to my work day i didn't have to get out i didn't drive the car bring the kids out bring the wife out i literally click two buttons i i got what i needed and probably saved myself hours of just struggle trying to find it but i think people are honestly just because of the resale bubble i think it burst because too many people want to get in the game yeah um, I mean, Everyone, I, I feel like half my IG feed are individual resellers. Like, yeah, dude, I had this company, I guess a bot company reach out to me. It's like, they just assume every YouTube channel is a resale channel. They're like, oh, we see you have a resale channel. We wanted to, you know, start a sponsorship with you. I was like, well, my channel is not a resale channel. Not every YouTube channel is resale. Right. Uh, but it's just too many people. And then the money's drying up. So the free money people were getting, you know, were getting from the, the government because of COVID reasons is dried up. Uh, inflation hit, and so everything normal items. I mean, dude, eggs are like five dollars a dude. A I heard hit. about the egg situation. That's yeah, no. dude. It's it's like drug dealing for between eggs, milk, and baby formula. It, it's like you got to run a drug ring to get this stuff, man. It yeah. is insane. So there's more important things out there as well. And with that, people are stuck with lots of shoes and they have to get rid of them. So they don't want to be, they'd rather lose the money and get something back as opposed to having these non-liquid assets. So why not sell it for, you know, uh, 70% of its true value as opposed okay. to sitting on it? Because yeah. you can't sit on a, a Air Max 1 for too long or anything that's not a Jordan 1 because that 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 foam midsole, it's... You gotta get rid of it because you can't say, "Oh, I'll hold it for ten years." I know. So I, I, that's I totally what I think the difference is. So then, do you think people are getting tired of sneakers, or do you think it's just all money? Like, or do you think sneakers are just too expensive? Like, I think it's a combination of everything you just said. Yes, I think people are getting tired of it because what I mean, there are some shoes out there. A lot of things I like. A lot of things I can live without. Um. But retail prices, like dude, when they're asking one eighty to two hundred dollars for a Jordan One, we know you're in a bad place. I'm like, I I don't want to pay you one hundred eighty dollars for a Jordan One with zero technology. Um, and then you got things like uh, people moving on to different things. I feel like, I mean, you know, it was I think it's kind of a phase. I think that the vast majority of people are moving on to something different. It's 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 like everything. It went from sport cards, shoes. I don't know what the next thing is going to be, but it's just, I think it's a, it's a kind of a, a fad for a lot of people, which is fine. I mean, you know, everyone just to dip in and enjoy it for a while and move on to the next thing if they feel like it. But I think the social media has been a big part of that because like they say, TikTok made this shoe famous. There's a lot of shoes that, you know, kids see their favorite TikTokers or IG personalities wearing it. They want to be a part of that community and they buy. But I think it's kind of because those influencers aren't getting the sneakers push to them anymore, really. They're not going out buying them themselves. They're not getting seated anymore, seems like. Because seating has seemed like it's come down a lot. I feel like a lot of videos have transitioned, like the content has transitioned into buying and selling as opposed to unboxing because yeah, some influencers right. have to go buy their own stuff now and they don't want to go yeah, do that. So yeah, yeah. that's how you're truly not a real collector because they were doing it for the, the I guess, the, the free shoe as opposed to, oh man, I really wanted that shoe. Mm-hmm. So I think that's changed the dynamic of the kids um, who are being influenced by them. And then, like I said, there's just there's just more important things, man. I think uh, 
it's just groceries, gas. I mean, the things that people need to get kind of kind of are overshadowing sneakers. And again, it's just one of those items. It's like, man, you have to pick which one's more important. And right now, with you and I just being like, man, okay, we like this shoe. It gives kind of me the solace knowing that I don't have to rush because I feel like I had to rush all the time. And then to the point, I just gave up on releases. I'm like, I'm not buying this. I, I just find something else. But yeah. I can sit and wait now. And then having that luxury again is so nice because I can wait for something to go and sell or I can just take my time. Maybe I want to save up for it as opposed to just breaking off, you know, two, two fifty right off the rip. I can sit and think about it for a while instead of making these impulsive decisions, which yep. I think everyone has done. It's like, oh, God, I got to buy it. Then you get here like crap. Yep. I didn't, this is awful, you know? So that's the way it was for us. Oh, so man, like, and we've been talking about this for a long time. I said that the resellers out here have already moved on to mm-hmm. bigger, bigger, more expensive things, watches, cars, clothes, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then with the whole lockdown and, and restrictions and, and all of those things, like sneakers are not, are not it in, at least in China, like, yeah. sneakers are not the are not the flex anymore you know what i mean like it's yeah. it's, it's the flex among sneakerheads, but it's not the flex among everyone else you know what i mean and, yeah i know exactly what you mean yeah. whereas it, it's more so in the states because more more people are aware to that mm-hmm. but like in the general public like it's not it's not the move anymore and it hasn't been that way in a long time and yeah for me, because so many things sit, I don't feel the need to buy it when I see it in a store. Right? Exactly. Like, you yep. know, I mean, you know, from my feed, it's like, oh, uh, Gorge Green Jordan 1s. Like, yeah, those are going to go for like half off. Like, a no, <laughs> no rush for those at all. Yeah. Um, and so, and I'll get them on the resale site and I'll have like a little like... It's not stock hex, but like a little reminder alert button that'll be like, l- lets me know every time a sale of that pair goes down. Mm-hmm. And every time, dude, every time there's a sale, <laughs> yup, the price goes down like 30 bucks every time there's a sale. I'm like, yo, what's, like, what's the rush, right? Like, I feel like a, I feel like a chump if I bought it like for $50 under retail because I know it's going to drop more than that. Like, <laughs> so it's, so it's just like, I don't, I don't even mess with picking up things early, you know, like I know, um, I know it's still big to have like early looks and early releases. Yeah. Like firsthand looks. My, my, social media has never been about that because I'm never yeah. in a rush to, to get it first. There's no need for me to get it first. Cause I'm just going to mm-hmm. get it cheaper, like two, three yep. months. That's how I am. Man. I don't care about having it first. I would care about how much money did I save when I got it compared to you right. spending a thousand dollars. I spent a hundred, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. Like those Jordan twos. I didn't pick up my pair until last week. Um, dang, because they, I got them for uh, 40 bucks under retail. So it's like, I don't need to, there's no need for me to, to go and try to get it early or oh yeah. if I see oh, it in store, if I see it in store, the first thing I'm doing is adding an alert on my phone. That's the first thing that happens. It's not <laughs> like check on this one. <laughs> it's never let me go buy it. It's always just, okay, let me keep an eye on this online. So that's like those union AJKO lows. Like I've been no rush to buy those. I feel like, 
those are going to drop. They're going to sell out, but I give it six weeks. I can go on StockX or go on GOAT. That's the one I typically use. And I'll be able to get them for retail or less. Did you see I like the leather pair a lot more. Oh my, they don't talk about that one though. They keep talking about this canvas pair. Like, I don't want that. I don't know. I like white canvas. Dude, first of all, I have children. Second of all, I'm a child when I eat sometimes. I'm just going to destroy this pair of shoes. <laughs> the white leather pair is actually, like, I like that one a lot. It's super nice, but I don't know why they're not talking about that. I wonder if it's going to be just a union release only. You know how mm-hmm. they do. They always have one that they do only like a in-store release or at their store release only. Um, so I'm really tempted. I mean, I'm really intrigued, I should say, in what this release looks like because I think it's going to be something we can pick up. Oh, I think the dunks are still kind of high just because of, I think something like, let me see. Special dunks are still crazy, man. That's the only, like, SV dunks uh, are still probably the most consistent in high price. Um, I don't, why? I don't know, but they are, let's see, Union. Here we go. Let's see, I think the most one, Argon. Oh, actually... Oh, see, that's an, that's an even saw this, man. I'm not going to buy it it's still too expensive. But my size and Argon dunk, the Union one's only $275. Ooh. Yeah, right? That's, I'm like, well, put a little tag on that one since we're talking about tagging stuff. That's not too bad. That's that's not, that's way... Because I only say that because... Not not that it's ugly, but it's like of the, of the Union collabs, it's like one of the lesser desirable ones. You know what I mean? Like yep. people don't really talk about the, the Union dunks that much. I agree. I agree. And I just looked at those, the AJKO. So the canvas pair, I mean, still early pairs, which is for a union collaboration on the Jordan, decently cheap, still too expensive for my blood, but 330 for the white canvas. But that leather pair with the, the navy or black swoosh on it, whatever it is. Yeah, navy that swoosh. One's, it is uh, 524. So I'm feeling like Something's telling me that this one, either A, people are anticipating a smaller amount of this one, or it's going to be yeah. a, like I said, Union exclusive. Yeah, but yeah. that was the same thing with the Rattan Jordan 2. I think that was the that was supposed to be the Union exclusive. I got that thing for, what, 140 Wow. 130 Yeah, I was like, yeah, this is cool. I like them. No one else likes them, but <laughs> people were buying them early for thousands of dollars. And I'm like, you, I literally spent... 10 times less than you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is wild to me, man. But like I say, the world's, the sneaker world's changing. People's priorities are changing. So I think we're going to hit another, let's say it's 2023 now. Let's call it 2025, 2026. We're going to be in the same boat of a year ago, a year and a half ago. We're like, well, guess we're not getting any shoes. It's just going to, it's literally just a cycle. Yeah, I know it is. It is for sure. So, yeah, man. But I don't know. I just, um, I know they're still trying to keep that allure alive, especially with things like we talked about in the intro with the uh, Jordan 1, the Lunar New Year, uh, 5,000 pairs. I think it's kind of silly, especially because I've every YouTube channel I've seen so far, everyone has an early pair. I'm like, so how many pairs are there really? Because if everybody has one already, like, is there like 100 pairs out there for us to all fight think, after? I mean, I don't know about in the past, but I don't think any of the CNY pairs ever made it stateside. Like like drop wise, I don't think I've ever seen. I don't know if I know you guys have gotten Chinese New Year Jordans before, but never the Mm -hmm. one lows because those are the ones that are the most coveted. Because like there's you guys have always gotten the eleven, 
right? Because we've yes. always gotten the 11. There's yeah. always like the single day pairs. I don't even know yeah. if you guys get all of those either. No, um, every so often we get those. We got the 12s though. Remember the, the CNY 12s, CNY 6s, uh, anything Jordan 1 related though. I cannot recall a time when we gotten the 1. We got yeah, the 5s, 5 lows. For a while, we they always did 11s and then they do singles day for 13s. It's always the 13s for singles day. It's either 11 or 12s for Chinese New Year. And then lately they've been going to ones, but they've only been making 5,000 to 8,000 pairs and it drives me crazy. I don't understand. What it's like a satin no bread. Point. What is the point of it though? Like, why are we doing this? Like, who is this for? Is this some sort of like inside storytelling at Jordan brand or like some joke, <laughs> some joke at some higher up on Jordan brand that's like, 5,000 is, <laughs> is my favorite number, right? Like, what, what's the I don't point? know. Yeah. Since we're not getting them, I wonder if it is going to be – because we, we talked about, I feel like, in China that Jordan brand is going to lose its allure. I mean, in a sense of – people still buy it, but I feel like it's not in the vast quantities as it probably was in the past. So I, I wonder since those – the Jordan 1 loads are typically an Asia exclusive, China exclusive probably more specifically, one of those ways kind of drum up a little bit of – you know, a little bit of a little bit of a lore, a little bit of uh, a little bit of hype. Yeah. You know, it's, it's always man-made, man. You know how, how it goes. And five thousand pairs, and the, the biggest populated country in the world. They're like, let's see, we can just cause a little mayhem and get people to go buy some other Jordans while they're missing out on this five five thousand pair. So like Sean Go is like one of my boys, and he's yeah, uh, yeah, and, and I always love his content because he's he's pretty low key. He's not he doesn't get like all. Uh, hypey i mean he gets yeah, fire pairs, but he yeah um i left a comment on his youtube and i was like five thousand pairs like that doesn't even cover a block in shanghai like i don't that doesn't make any sense <laughs> one apartment complex you're like all right not even <laughs> it doesn't even cover an, an apartment complex there's no way dude i don't buy it though something i, I don't buy it because five thousand pairs they're getting out too easy man I mean, and again, I, I'm not trying to be the the sneaker please here and saying, man, where are they coming from? But, dude, I just, I, what was it? So, Sean had a pair. I want to say, did Seth Fowler have a pair? Did he review one? Someone else reviewed? Like, there's a lot of people here in North America, I feel like, reviewing this shoe. I think, of course, private selection always gets something early. That's already, I'm just, I'm just naming it, like, just people as I think of them who I've seen on YouTube who have this shoe. So I would like to believe either, A, there's more of them than they're letting on, even though they've labeled them. I feel like there's still more of them floating around. Yeah. Or, like I said, there's going to be a hundred of them people will be fighting for. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, it's... I mean, it is it is what it is. Like, that's a, that's a fire pair. I wish I could have it, but... I'm not, I'm not too, uh, that's costing, it's about 2,500, that's about 500 bucks, 500 bucks for a Jordan 1 low, and that's a little too rich for my blood. Nope, nope, that's, hey man, if you want a year to rabbit shoe, that's pretty dope, and it's not even meant to be year to rabbit, it just has a rabbit theme, uh, the Saucony, maybe tomorrow, is probably one of the best themed shoes I've seen in a while, and it fits right in with this particular, uh, Lunar New Year. So I'll show you, this is uh real quick before we hop off. Cause I know you gotta yeah. go. This is the vibe 
This is the Vibe 85. That's clean, bro. Right That's here. Ba- I, okay. Comes I know I'm not the, holding it, yellow, but it looks better. The yellow, the yellow uh, laces comes with the age midsole. Um, I mean, you can just tell, like, you can just see the leather. It's like, yeah. it's like stiff. I mean, this thing is like, it's no, it's real leather. No, like, it's like super straight in the back. You know what I mean, dude? That's that's clean, bro. Like, I, I literally, I'm seriously pondering. I was like, do I just want to fork over the cash because I don't want to have to fight for either a pair of shadows or royals? I'm thinking about just saying, bro, just make me a pair. Just make me, make me a pair. Yeah, hit me up, man. Hit me up because um, he he will because uh, I've I've done a lot of business with him and I know a lot of people that have copped kicks with him. So he'll probably give me a, a friends and family code for you if you end up. Hey, yeah, anything better than five hundred dollars is cool with me. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I'm gonna wear them things to the ground. I tell you that much. Get every dollar worth. Yeah, buddy. But yeah, man. That's all. I mean, that's all I had really set aside for today. I wanted to catch up with you, man. I know it's been a little while. Um, but I know, are, are you going to, uh, are you guys going to do any like recording of the tournament and do some stuff, uh, some, some posts with the SPOs and stuff? Yeah, man. Like, so they're coming down, they're going to, you know, get some shots, obviously. I'm trying to set up, um, a way for them to actually do like, sort of like a Ted talk for the kids. Oh, Cause yeah. I mean, cause it's like entrepreneur, you know what I mean? Like starting mm-hmm. your own business, um, and sneakers, something that the kids are all into. So it's not just, I'm trying to set it up. I'm, I'm going to see if we can find a time, but it's not just for the team, but it's for all the kids in the tournament. Yeah. So that'd be something dope. dope. That'd be something dope. Ooh. And because all the teams in the tournament are coming from China this, this year. So mm. like, and, and, um, you know, SPO is homegrown too. So like, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping dope. that we can make it work. Yeah. It'd be awesome. Hey, SPO, if you're hearing this, remember I'm Jay's towel manager. I clean the uniform. So I'm a part of the team. <laughs> no man but hey uh it's always man we talk all the time but it's always a pleasure to get you on the on the podcast uh let them know where to find you i know they know but let them know again just to make sure they they, they're not not sleeping on you here yeah um instagram at shanghai soul um i've been i don't know man like i don't i don't get tired of posting shoe stuff but i definitely don't feel the stress or the pressure of having to like constantly create content and and to it's be a, honest with you, it's a thing. like bro bro what you do i could never do like i don't know how you have the patience and the and the video editing and, and like all i do is like stick out my hand and take a photo <laughs> and like my cat anything over like three lines is like two lines more than what i want to write you know what I mean? Like, I don't even oh, write yeah. anything. I just want to be like, do you like them? <laughs> like, that's it. Like, but like, Dude. you do the editing, you do like the the reels and you do like the ASMR stuff. I'm just like, dude, Mike, you are, you are really, you're all in. And that's cool though. Cause like, that's something that you yeah. want. I, Cause I know we talked about mm-hmm. it before. You were like, I'm going to like really go for it and really do it. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, it's like, man, it- more power to you. Like you, you found something that you're super passionate about. And, and, um, I can tell, man, it's like the videos are getting better. They're like, they're, you can like tell the quality is getting better. And I guarantee you, like, um, you know, we can talk about this a little bit off, off air later, but like Doe doesn't have someone in the States that, that does what you do. And I could see you being there. Like, 
not reviewer, but you know what I mean? But like, kind of like, oh, yeah. this is drop. You know what I mean? Like, and they would, yeah, man. they would like super appreciate that, I bet. And so like, um, yeah, man, no, I, I, mean, I, I, we'll I, talk about I that appreciate off, that. Off there, but like, I, I think that there's a lane for that for you as well. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. All right. Like, um, like just straight up, even like, just because I'm so impressed with the brand, like I even had to mention that, like this is I'm not getting paid to do this. Like I am purchasing these things. I will tell you, even before that day comes, I would still see myself purchasing more items because that stuff is. I mean, everyone talks about kith this, kith that. I'm just saying, if if Doe decides to have a presence, like a heavy presence here in the U.S., uh, they can give kith a a good run for their money for the things they're putting out, the designs, the thoughtfulness behind their projects. I I would I would rally behind Doe. Because again, you know me, I like to be different. I like to try new things. I rather yeah. rather behind Doe before I, I went and jumped on the Kith bandwagon in all honesty. So hey, that, if it works out, where relationship can be built, I'll I'm happy about that. I'll tell him that for sure, man. I'll tell him that for sure. That's that's big time. Yeah, brother. But um, yeah, man. So guys, thank you for listening. We appreciate everybody. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button on YouTube for our channel. Hit the subscribe button on Apple, Spotify, you name it. Those those streaming platforms. Look out for sneaker history, guys. Until next time, guys. See ya. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.